0: rubbed the back of my neck. Damn it, Tempy, why didn't you say something before? He gave me a level look and his fingers made an unfamiliar circle. It is not easy to kill two men, he said. Are you hurt? Hespy asked. Tempy turned his cool look on her next, offended. I'd misunderstood his previous comment. It wasn't the fight itself he had found difficult. It was the fact that he had killed two men. I have needed this time to settle my thought. Also, I wait to when all are here. I tried to remember the gesture for apology, but had to settle for sorrow instead. What happened? I asked calmly as I fingered the frayed ends of my patience. Tempi paused to choose his words. I was trying to find trail when two men jump out from the trees. What do they look like? Dayton asked, beating me to the question. Another pause. One, your size, his arms longer than mine, stronger than me, but slow, slower than you. Dayden's expression darkened, as if he couldn't decide if he had been insulted. The other was smaller and quicker. Both their swords were broad and thick, edged on both sides this long. He held his hands perhaps three feet apart. I thought the description revealed more about Tempe than the man he fought. Where did it happen? How long ago? He pointed in the direction we had been searching. Less than one mile, less than one hour. Do you think they were waiting for you? They weren't there when I came through, Martin said defensively. gave a wet, tearing cough deep in his chest and spat something thick onto the ground. If they were waiting, they couldn't have been waiting long. Tempe gave an eloquent shrug. What sort of armor did they have? Dayton asked. Tempe was quiet for a moment, then reached out to tap my boot. This? Leather? I suggested. He nodded. Leather. Hard and with some metal. Dayton relaxed a bit. That's something, at least. He mused, then looked up sharply at Hespi. What? What was that look you just gave me? I wasn't looking at you, Hesby said frostily. You were so. You rolled your eyes. He looked at Martin. You saw her roll her eyes, didn't you? Shut up. I snarled at the two of them. Surprisingly, things grew quiet. I pressed the heels of my hands to my eyes and gave our situation a moment of uninterrupted thought. Martin, how much light do we have left? And the answer to how much light we'll have left, we'll find out on the next page. My name's Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. I love the way Tempe describes the attackers. I think as Quoth points out, it is more telling about him than, than about the attackers, but it's how Tempe, maybe not how he sees the world, but it's certainly how he sizes up people that he's fighting. Like He doesn't notice what they look like, what their faces look like. He doesn't even really think about how they're dressed. He looks at the length of their arms. He looks at the kind of swords they're using. He thinks about how quick they are. And that's how he describes them. That's how he describes people.
1: I think it's particularly telling because these guys basically jumped him and he fought them off, right to death. <laughs> he fought them to death. <laughs> he probably didn't get a chance to get a good look at their faces or what they were wearing. The things that he're describing are the details he picked up while he was fighting them, right? Because they were the the things that were you know were informing the combat, like oh, they have longer arms, so that guy has longer reach. Their swords are edged on both sides, so i got to watch out for the backswing. You know, those are the kinds of details that he was probably even subconsciously aware of as he was fighting them. That's what he remembered.
0: I think that he could have checked them after they were dead. I think that, like, Dayton, for example, would have taken a look at, you know, right to rifle through their belongings and, like, see what, I don't know, maybe even what nationality they were, or what, like, what, um, you know, but Tempe doesn't, isn't thinking that way.
1: Well no because he's in shock right when he comes back and he sits down and he's acting weird we find out that the reason for that is because
0: he's just killed two people and it's messed him up I don't know if he's in shock he, I think that that's Foth thinks that but I think it's just the way he's like st- st- strategically waiting I don't know I don't think he's I think it's messed him up a little bit I don't think it's shock necessarily I think he's just like being strategically he literally is I'm, I'm taking it at a, I'm taking him at his word I think he is waiting for everyone to be together uh, I mean, then again, maybe that's like his excuse. Maybe he is. He's taking a minute. He says, I have needed this time to settle my thought. To me, that's his way
1: of saying, I just killed two guys. I need a minute. All right.
0: All right, Jeremy, for the first time ever, I agree with your read. This will never happen again, though. Well, just going to say, I wonder if you'll even remember it happened. I doubt it. I don't remember what we talked about <laughs> yesterday. I think we also learned a bit about Dayden. I think Dayden asked a good question. What sort of armor they have is a good question because that shows kind of how well they're equipped they are, what kind of money they're working with, maybe like how professional they are. If they're running with like plate armor, then they're probably like, very, you know, especially well. I know you're going to say no one would, except for like the wealthiest nobles would have been able to afford plate armor, but I'm going by D&D rules here. But I think that Dayton is able to learn, they're not just like fighting in rags. They, You know, whether or not it's plate, that's a bad example. But like Dayden is asking like, what is their equipment like? And so we learned something about them we learned something about how dayden approaches his job when he asked this question which i think is to dayden's credit yeah
1: and he's glad to learn that they're no better armed or equipped than than quotes little band are right like i i feel like dayden would have something else to bellyache about if Tempe was like oh yeah they were wearing chain you know they were if they were wearing mail that would be much worse for them (laughs)
0: I appreciate that while this page is mostly like serious business and grumpy attitudes, there's like that little bit of comedy that makes it pleasurable. <laughs> where uh, Dayton is not sure whether or not Tempe has insulted him or not, and of course Tempe does doesn't see it as being an insult. Tempe is simply stating facts, but Dayton's like, "Hey, wait a minute," <laughs> and it's entertaining.
1: That is funny, but it is also a tense moment too because. Not two pages ago, Cloth and Dayton were about to try and kill each other. And I don't think Tempe is quite aware of, like, how tense things were before he showed up.
0: But we do know that things are less tense now because he showed up.
1: Well, yeah, but I think that's, like, it's like if you're, like, having a fight with somebody and then a third person walks into the room, you stop fighting for a minute because it's awkward. But I don't think that that means that, like, you stop feeling the way you were feeling in that moment, right? I think that anything could set Dayton off again. Because they're all, like, they're all tired and tense and pissed off because they've been sitting out in the rain for, like, a week, right? So, like, I, I think that, that that tense moment was diffused between Dayton and Quoth, but the underlying mood of the group, I think, is still pretty
0: uh, not great, um, prickly reasonable okay i'm out of things i'm just i'm just looking ahead to see if there's uh, anything coming up that i want to talk about um you mean you mean you're looking ahead on pages we haven't read well, yet yeah i'm just so excited it's a really interesting scene Shame, as we talked about i haven't actually read this book <laughs> for like three or four years now so i'm, I'm see what happens i mean like same yeah uh, okay fine i'm i'm sufficiently shamed um Let's get to it then. Let's let's hurry along. If you're enjoying this podcast, then maybe you can throw us a buck or two by going to Patreon.com/slash Page of the Wind and subscribing to our Patreon feed. Becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month, a uh, Canadian dollar a month. I don't think we've ever, or no, it's American dollar a month, isn't it? It's, it's American dollar a month. We catered to our southern audience. <laughs> uh, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, so for our Canadian listeners, that's like a buck thirty. Something it's a very bizarre Depends number. Depends on the exchange rate. But for as little as that amount, for as little as insert current market rate here of the US to Canadian dollar conversion, for as little as that much, <laughs> you you get uh, access to our back catalog of patron exclusive episodes. We talk about a lot of different things, ranging from Jordana's Love Life to uh pretty much just Jordana's love life and we also what (laughs) we get uh uh, an awful lot of wonderful art and other community posts um and there's also uh great access to merch that you can get at Jordana's threadless store and if you don't want any of that stuff you can just toss us a buck or two at uh ko-fi ko-fi.com page of the wind we're still soliciting ama questions Although by the time this episode airs, uh, it'll be pretty late in the month. But please. So so email us right now. You have to do it right now. <laughs> yeah. Ask us anything right this second. Stop the podcast. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for you to send us a letter. Put AMA in the email title. <laughs> that's right. Okay. So you're opening up your email client. You're tapping down that letter. I can hear you do it. Oh, yeah. That's some good good ASMR taps. Keep it going. Yeah, slow down a little bit. Oh, you misspelled that. Just go and do some proofreading. I don't want to read your your chicken scratch. Make sure you spell everything right. Run it through Grammarly a couple of times. All right, Jeremy, do you think that letter's ready?
1: I bet it is. So you should put in the the, uh, subject line April, AMA, and you should put in the two field page of the wind at gmail.com and hit that send button, baby.
0: Nice. Well done. I'm glad you did that. We'll read that uh, question. On our MA episode, which uh, is going to be recorded anytime. Once we get that letter, we'll record it. It'll be great. That's right. We're waiting on you. Don't be late. And we won't be late with tomorrow's episode of Page of uh, the Whee! Whee!